Hey, it's Kyle Meredith, host of the Kyle Meredith with podcast, presented by WFPK at WFPK.org and the Consequence Podcast Network. It's a series that puts the spotlight on iconic musicians and actors, inviting them to drop by and talk about their latest projects, whether it's albums, TV shows, films, or beyond. I'm going to say something I don't want to say. Here it goes. Without Spinal Tap, there is no Tenacious D. Whoa. <laughs> Man. We get great stories and the biggest scoops from people like Garbage's Shirley Manson, the 1975's Matty Healy, Jack Black and Kyle Gass of Tenacious D, Maya Hawk, Kiefer Sutherland, and everyone in between. New episodes arrive every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, so it's a great way to keep up with your favorite artists and discover some new ones. You can find Kyle Meredith with on the Consequence Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Good for a Weekend. I'm Cressy. And I'm Allie. And you're listening to an individually recorded episode where one of us has some thoughts to share, and they aren't quite long enough for a full-blown episode. Yes, we're working on our regular length episodes, but had something to say in the meantime. Without further ado, welcome to Don't, don't Blame Allie. Me, Just me don't. crazy if it doesn't, you ain't doing it right. Hello, Good For A Weekend listeners. This is Allie Klebus, and welcome to the new edition of Don't Blame Allie, my fearless love story. Fearless, Taylor's version, is coming. And for this edition of Don't Blame Allie, I have two very special guests who are smirking and trying not to laugh as I'm recording this intro. If you are a longtime listener of Good For A Weekend, you know that my love for Taylor started very young I have been a longtime country Taylor stan, and that all started because of the two people here with me today, and one won't let you forget it. Would you like to introduce yourselves? Hi, I'm Sandy. I'm Allie's sister. Okay, and who are you? I'm Amy. I'm the lucky one that gets to call Allie my daughter. Oh, that was so kind. Thank you, Mom. And thank you to both of you for joining me today. Okay, Sandy, this is... uh, if you hear, like, tension right now, it's because I'm very nervous <laughs> recording in front of my two family members. But my very first Taylor experience was with the two of you. Sandy actually was the first Taylor Swift fan in the family, as she reminded me through my first one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight takes of the introduction. <laughs> When I was in middle school, Sandy, you were in high school, and you came home one day, and you told us about a new artist that you loved. I remember, actually, when you first told us about Taylor Swift, you had a mix CD. Sandy. Yes, it was. (laughs) Well, then how do you remember it? I heard Tim McGraw on the radio and looked up the video because when I was going to high school, MTV uh, Sunrise was still on. So you got to wake up and look at the videos and that was the first song I heard. Well, you heard it from the source herself. Apparently she did not introduce it to me through a mix CD. Tim McGraw. You you remember her version of Rihanna's Umbrella. Thank you. I don't remember that at all. Oh my God. I remember Tim McGraw and uh, what's the other one? You got this. No, I don't. Teardrops on my guitar. That one. Oh my God. Well, how I remember it, maybe Sandy showed me the Tim McGraw music video. How I remember it is we were standing in our kitchen. Mom was in the corner. Sandy was standing, showing me one of her really cool teenager mix CDs that included Teardrops on my guitar and 
um, the Rihanna version umbrella, and you were like, look at this cool country girl that does I covers. I have that voice for Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. If y'all hear me sweating, you're not... You're not imagining that. Um, anyways, um, following that fateful day, my mom actually bought the entire family tickets to Taylor's Fearless Tour for Sandy's, was it her 16th birthday, Mom? Yeah. I wasn't following that day. I well, was okay. and going on 16, <laughs> something is wrong there. Well, okay. Following, I mean, whether it You're was... <laughs> this is a lot of tension. Um, whether it was... One week after, one month, or one year. Wouldn't you agree that that's still following that day, (laughs) Sandy? (laughs) Anyways. Mom, do you remember why you decided to buy us those tickets for Sandy's birthday that year? Because it was a big birthday and it would be a huge surprise. And was Sandy, like, so in love with Taylor at that time in her life? Or, like, was it just because she happened to be touring in town around Sandy's birthday? Or, like, what made you decide that was the gift for her? Probably a combination of both, right? She was really liking Taylor Swift, and I took a listen to Taylor's music and liked it also. So a good family excursion. Right, great way to celebrate And I got to reap the benefits for not turning any age at all, just kind of getting to join. Um, But let's talk about that day. That's the reason why we're here. Also, Snickers, our dog, is asleep in my mom's arms. So if you hear some puppy snores, (laughs) we have more than just my mom and sister joining me today. But let's just start asking some questions about the concert. What is the first thing that you remember when you think about Taylor's Fearless concert that day? I just always remember the last set where she's dancing in the rain on stage to should have said no. I just think that performance is an awesome performance. Do you remember watching that performance on TV? I do. For the Country Music Awards? I do, and we were all in the family room together watching that, saying the same thing, like, oh my gosh, what is she doing? We were like, wait, is she, I remember you, mom, you were actually saying, is she really going to perform in her hoodie? (laughs) I remember Um, if you don't know the um, the performance that we're referring to, it's from her Country Music Awards. I believe it was 2006 or maybe 2008, something like that. Okay. But the Country Music Awards where Taylor performed should have said no. She started in the hoodie, ripped off the hoodie, was in her black dress, and then at the end went in the rain, which should have said no, like written in the rain in it. My family was all sitting on a couch just like, like a- mouth ajar. <laughs> On the edge of the couch. Yeah, yeah. We, we were big award show watchers back in that time. Like, we definitely, we were a big American Idol family. We watched a lot of the award shows. So we were, like, pretty big performance critics of, like, those shows. And I remember watching that. So seeing that on the day of Fearless was cool. I also remember, like, the, the big screen. We had great seats, but the, but we did look at the big screen. I did look at the big screen a lot to zoom in on Taylor on stage. And I just remember, like, how she engages the audience. It's just really impressive. Like she With her facial time, expression? Yeah, with her facial expressions, how she engages the audience. Yeah. It's just, I was really impressed with her young age and her ability to, to do that. Control a crowd with her, like, the looks on her eyes. Yeah. She would look at one side of the crowd, then look at the other. Yeah. And, like, she literally had us all. right? She paused. Yeah. Yeah. And she, like, had the whole crowd in her palms. Right. Yeah, that was yeah. super impressive. Sandy, do you remember what we were wearing on that day? 
shorts and a t-shirt. Real casual. Tried to play it real cool. And cowboy boots? No, I had my knee brace because I, I had just finished getting surgery. It was very kind of traumatic because it was the first time I wasn't using crutches. It's <laughs> 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 into a sad episode. Yeah. You have to back up. Explain that. <laughs> yeah, so Sandy had torn her ACL and this was an excursion that... <laughs> you guys think I dressed up for this. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I was in like seventh or eighth grade and I wore like a Rolling Stones t-shirt like because I was going to a concert and I thought I would be like real cool like wearing like a graphic tee. I remember what I was wearing. I can. We left in Taylor Swift t-shirts. Did we buy merchandise? That was actually my next question. What merchandise did we buy and where is it? I don't know, but we had t-shirts, like her t-shirts, not Rolling Stone t You didn't yeah. have a Rolling Stone t-shirt. Yes, I did. Maybe in the beginning, but we got them right when Where's we got Where's the photo we evidence? We took ton of, tons of <laughs> These photos. photos? I do not remember this t-shirt. These photos are lost in the abyss of mom's, like, memory photo card of, like, all those pictures. We've been, Cressy and I have been looking for these pictures from the beginning of the podcast. Did we buy Taylor Swift? They are? Okay, well, we're going to have to do some digging. I swear they're on Facebook. Is there... So my next question is, is there a specific memory from that concert that you go back to often? Because I have one. All I remember is she popped out into the fans, and it was directly across from us had we just gotten the same seats she literally <laughs> she literally sang a song like in the stands exactly where we were across the auditorium that was actually pretty heartbreaking yeah because we were like our so to explain a little further our seats were literally directly across where taylor used to like pop into random spots during the Fearless tour, like, she would just come out of nowhere and just be among the audience. And if we had chosen the other side of the auditorium, we would have been right next to Taylor. Maybe we wouldn't have touched Taylor. Oh, I'm, I'm positive I would have given her a high five. <laughs> you think that she would have singled you out and high-fived you? Or a hug, you know, and then gone to jail, but no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> Sandy, you would have tackled Taylor in your knee brace to give her a hug. Maybe she would have signed my knee brace. She would have felt bad for me. <laughs> This girl, I remember, I do kind of remember you having to climb, like, a lot of stairs yeah, in your was, knee brace. It was a lot. <laughs> it was a lot. You all were just high on Taylor, Taylor vibes, and I was just over there with a throbbing knee, like, make it through. It's fine. But you do anything to see Taylor. Fast forward 15 years, your younger sister, who got to tag along that day, has a Taylor Swift podcast. Yeah, I did it for you. You did it for me. Was there a specific performance, Mom, you kind of touched on this, from the Fearless concert that blew you away? That one, they should have said no. With I mean, the rain? That because I, we figured she was going to do that, so I was just <laughs> waiting and waiting. And then we, at one point, I think we thought she wasn't going to do it, and then she came back and did it. Yeah, we're like, she's not going to dance in the rain. Yeah, we were all sitting there with our fingers crossed. I remember the one where she had the drums, like, and she started, like, banging on the drums. It, like, started out... I can't even tell you what song it was. It might have been the beginning of Should Have Said No. Maybe that's just the performance that we, like, live on. But I believe there was a performance where she started out sitting across from someone, like, kind of at a table. And then she, like, 
started drumming really dramatically on the stage. And then she even threw one of the drums off the upper level of the stage onto the lower level. Like it was a whole performance. Also, I forgot to mention with the previous question, if there was any like specific memory from the concert that you go back to often, I specifically go back to the beginning of the concert where they were showing like different like captions and things on the screen where it said curly hair and cowboy boots forever. Like, I just remember that being like a transition on the screens often because I always went back to that because I was a little bitter when she went away from Country Taylor. And I remember thinking, you really didn't have curly hair and cowboy boots forever. I was upset. Were you upset when that happened, when Taylor made the transition to pop, following our fearless experience? Yes. Did you become a little bit less of a Taylor fan when she made that transition from curly hair and cowboy boots to more of a pop persona? I don't think I was ever not a Taylor fan. I have my favorite albums because of the songs, not necessarily because of her wardrobe at that time. Okay. Interesting. What about you, Mom? How did you feel when Taylor transitioned from country to pop? I think she's a great songwriter. And I guess I was sad because I didn't know if the lyrics would be as deep Mm -hmm. as some of her country lyrics Mm -hmm. would be. But she proved us wrong. She did. This kind of moves us on from the topic. Following that transition of Taylor from country to pop music, we actually, all three of us, ended up going to the Reputation Tour together in, or, you know, what was it? It was a couple of years ago, 2017. Yeah, or yeah 2017, 2018. Yeah. I'm bad with dates. 2018, I think it was. I think it was 2018, because I think it was once I graduated college. So what yeah. a time shift from going when I was still in middle school, Sandy had just turned 16, we went to Fearless Concert, flash forward, I graduated college, and we're going to the Reputation Tour. We're talking longtime fans. But how did you feel seeing the Reputation Tour in comparison of our only other in-person Taylor experience being Fearless? Like, how did you feel about Reputation versus Fearless? I liked Reputation better. Really? A little rap girl. Okay, I see you. What performance did you like the best from Reputation? What was the song that she came out and played the piano? She sat on stage. New Year's Day. That, I love that one. Oh, Long, long Live. She long had, Live. Yeah. I mean, when she came and did that, I love that. Even though I love watching the dancing and everything. What but was that Long Live? When the she reputation? came out. But she did sing Long Live during the Reputation tour. Yeah, but what was the song when she played the piano? That was the one that I was really impressed with. And, the, and of course, it zoomed in on her and her facial expressions and her, you know. Are you guys talking about the time when she was at the piano and she talked about how she had the sexual assault case. Yeah. And then she yeah, sang a she song. Went through that history, yeah. Yeah, so she spoke about her sexual assault yeah. cl- case. Yeah. So that was actually clean from the 1989 yeah. era, but she did yeah. sit us down at the Reputation tour. And that was my favorite performance because yeah. she was very real in that, you know? Yeah. And I like that about her because she's so real. Yeah. You know? Oh, I have chills. So, yeah. What about Don't Blame Me? Well, <laughs> of course we love that song. It's your favorite song. Thank you. That was actually one of my questions. I was going to ask you if you guys knew my favorite Taylor Swift song. I think it's a great song. And, and all in all, it's like Taylor is her own person. And I really respect her for not going down the path of having to like sell her body for her music. You know, mm-hmm. like she has maintained who she is throughout all of it. And 
I just really respect that. And just delivered she's an good artist. music. She's a true artist. Amen, mom. Yeah. Like mother, like daughter. Daughters. Daughters. <laughs> <laughs> Sandy, I bringing it back to Fearless, I have a question. Do you remember how we used to sing White Horse in your car and we had choreography to it as you were as we sang White Horse in your car? Because I do. We didn't have choreography. Yes, we had choreography. <laughs> talking about we did we would when he said um and it's too late for you and your white horse to come around we'd be like it's too late for you and your white horse to come around and we did a little lasso with the come around no i'm really sure that was just you on a wheel driving because mom would have killed me had I gotten in a tr- uh, crash picking you up from middle school. <laughs> no, it was definitely, you definitely danced along with me. I it with the windows down driving through Maryland back roads, but I do not remember lassoing. To that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a figment of your imagination. No, I definitely remember doing it with you. It's one of my fondest sister memories with you, so I am it, really hurt it right now. It was just Allie. It was just... (laughs) Okay, so now that we know all that Taylor has accomplished since her Fearless era, what is your favorite song from any of her eras now of Taylor Swift, and why? Mom, I know what yours is, or you've told me one. (laughs) Mom's like, please, Allie, tell me what my favorite song of Taylor is. Uh, don't blame me is in my head, but it's, um, look what you made me do. That's your favorite song? <laughs> yeah. Look what you made me do? Absolutely. I thought it was The Archer. <laughs> well, I like that one too. I mean, there's so many. But, uh, the look what we, when I'm exercising, if I put on Look What me, You Made Me Do, I like strut down the <laughs> I think what we, you made me do. <laughs> three reputation era queens on this podcast right now we only are speaking about reputation well i like the um romeo and juliet one i know that's not the name but love story yeah love story that one actually just came out from her re-recordings yeah what is your favorite song sandy from any of taylor's eras well i'm a true crime buff so i really like the nobody no crime (laughs) because my favorite podcast just did a april fool's podcast based on that song and plus that song just has a good rhythm and it's easy to work out to or dance to. Yes. I also like Don't Blame Me because love should make you crazy sometimes if you're passionate enough. You're <laughs> yeah. just all crazy. Just her original like country Taylor S just brings me back to fond memories of high school and growing up in Carroll County. Carroll County. Um but yeah, my top two are Nobody, No Crime, and Don't Blame Me. Even though people, well, people as in Cressy make fun of me from for saying that I'm a country queen when I grew up in Maryland. We lived in the most country county of Maryland, essentially. Oh, there were full-on tractors in our parking lot of our high school. Yes. So <laughs> I think that really? speaks for itself. Yeah, Mom, you don't remember Drive Your Tractor to School Day? That was legit. <laughs> 
like, we didn't own a tractor, so by yeah, far, no. we were we had, not going we to had drive a, your um, tractor John Deere for their yard. <laughs> oh, people drove a tractor to high school at least once a year. It was a thing. Mom, you had us live next to a cow farm. What do you expect? <laughs> it was beautiful. It was beautiful. But yeah, no, Country Taylor really, I feel like our school in general really loved country music. Like, we always went to Sunday in the country and, like, things like that. Like, we were at country music school for sure for being in Maryland. I was going to ask, do you know my favorite Taylor song? And we all know it. <laughs> it's, it's the name of this edition, the Don't Blame Allie. Did you guys put two yes, and two together? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The last thing, because I feel like we need to, like, bring this back to Fearless since Fearless is coming out in less than a week at this point, probably the day after this episode comes out. What are you most excited about with Taylor re-recording her music and re-releasing Fearless? How do you feel about Taylor re-recording these songs that we have such fond memories of from growing up? I am most happy about her standing as a woman and having what's rightfully hers. Yes, Mom! Dingling, Sandy. Dingling. <laughs> you guys are making me so nervous. Sandy, what are you? How do you feel about Taylor re-releasing her songs and re-recording them? I think it's always exciting to hear more Taylor Swift songs, and she's just inspiring for many different reasons. So it's good that she's taking a stand and being a role model to always, you know claim what's yours and your hard work and your your creativeness should be yours amen sister (laughs) do you guys have any final thoughts you want to say on this edition of good for a weekend podcast i feel like you get really giggly when you talk about (laughs) (laughs) she's fangirling hardcore right now yes i am and she'll do it a thousand times more when Fearless gets released. That is very true. Mom, do you have any final thoughts before we end this episode? I think Taylor's a great role model for all women out there, young women out there, even older women out there, and I'm glad that she's part of my girls' lives. Me too, Mom. I wish she would have high-fived me. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. How many years ago? My Uh, final... 13 years ago. It's her lucky number. 13! She should have high-fived me. I know. My final question. Will you guys buy me pieces of her new merchandise? (laughs) 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 Because I'm going broke over here from all of her eras this past year. I have a Taylor Swift coloring book on my desk as we speak. So are you going to buy me merch or no? Answer is no. Well, myself merch. <laughs> fine. Well, thank you, Sandy and Mom, for joining me on this edition of Don't Blame Allie, my fearless love story. As always, forever and always, you can follow Good for a Weekend on Instagram and Twitter at GFA Weekend. You can also join our Discord by using the link in our show notes. Also, don't forget to send us all of your fearless Taylor's version reactions by calling the GFA hotline 205-693-9160 or emailing us at gfaweekend at gmail.com. 
if you're feeling nice, leave us a review. It helps us so much. And with all of that said, I can't wait to experience Fearless Taylor's version with all of you so soon. The time is here. Let's enjoy every second. Jifa out. You guys say it too. Jifa out. <laughs> say it, Sandy. Jifa out. <laughs> oh my God. Don't blame me. Love made me crazy. If it doesn't, you ain't doing it right. Lord, save me. My drug is my baby. I'd be using for the rest of my life. Breaking hearts a long time and toying